Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Podcast. You guys, today we are joined by dating expert, famous people, famous people mm. for dating. Mm-hmm. It is Amira Rotola, got that last name right, we did it. and Greg Ferrant. Ferrant. So Ferrant. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. Sound, that's really good. Our last name's like Nettie. I would hope you could be able to pronounce that. Right. And Iconetti. you guys Iconetti. currently yeah. host the Maybe It's you podcast which jared and i were on a couple weeks ago it was a fabulous experience yeah a lot of fun jared left being like i felt like we went to couples therapy i feel so that was the best podcast i've ever listened to or done oh that's so weird because it's about sports it's a sports podcast so that's really weird (laughs) (laughs) he was rejuvenated and then you guys have also authored three books together Four, four, four now. Uh, yeah, well, the, yeah. The first book, Amira's name, that, it was Liz's idea. The oh, girl I so Amira's name's not there. But I didn't there. want to do it, and Amira talked me into doing it. Okay, that so was, she, he's just yeah. not that into you. Yeah. The famous, he's yes. just not that into you. That's right. So you guys did take part so in that together. Was, yeah, okay. she, yeah, absolutely. And, and then you, we wrote, it's called A Breakup Because It's Broken. It's A Breakup Because It's Broken. Right. And okay. Then it's it, just a beep date. Just an just effing date. Just an effing date. Yep. And then our new one is called How to Keep Your Marriage from Sucking. Amazing. All yeah. right. Yes, a question about Before the we get started, though, Amira, I have an I don't get it. I see you have a LaCroix or LaCroix in your hand, the sparkling I, I, water I, I, can. I'm currently enjoying a passion fruit flavored LaCroix. I don't get people that drink this, and I feel like everyone that's drinking it is just saying that they like it, but they actually don't like it because I think it tastes like moose saliva. Right. right. Just that flavor or just LaCroix in what? general? What? All LaCroix tastes like nothing. LaCroix will not be our sponsor. It is a scam. I, I, is it? I have no reference for what moose saliva tastes like. <laughs> right. Um, but I don't go to the same clubs you do. Yeah. <laughs> I do love, I love the passion fruit, the lemon, and the key lime with the fall, and I think they're delicious. So, My daughter talked me out of drinking them a couple weeks ago. Why? She, goes, she just goes, you should drink regular water. Is there really a difference? And, um, she well, said it's better for you. You're not getting hydrated, right? right. No, you aren't. Right. You getting hydrated? Water, Why but not? Everyone's saying it, Lacroix tastes so good. You don't think that? I think it tastes really good. And there must be some cancerous chemical in there that well, we all die. When I in went a back years. to try it the other night, I did. I it did taste a little bit like oh, this tastes like coins. Thank you. Oh, thank like you. It does. Yes, yes. It tastes so a little bit like nickel. I'm so smelling what I'm sipping. I think it tastes in. a little bit like alcohol. Yeah. That's the drink. That's the can. Oh, well, that's not good either, right? Yeah. Um, I. I think it tastes a little bit like it's spiked, so I feel like I'm yeah. drinking like a seltzer in in vodka. You're or something. playing a game called "Whose finger is this?" It tastes like really. <laughs> this is dirty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't agree. get it. I think I agree with you, but I do. I will have one from time to time, but I, I've I've gone back to water. Right. Well, Greg, I, I appreciate you know. that. But one thing I do get is the fact that you co-wrote. He's just not that into you, yeah. which is 
arguably Both a movie that has changed all of our lives. A movie and a book. That is referenced every day of our lives. Yes. Really, almost every day of our lives, do I say something that pertains to what you guys talked about in the, in the film or the book? Right. I am like, how many times do I tell Jared and people about Jared and my relationship and saying that we are the exception to the rule? Mm-hmm. Always saying that. And then how many times do we tell girlfriends that he's just not that into you all the time? All the time. It's a simple answer. So, can you please divulge in the birth of that book and like where it came from, why you wrote it, how it kind of got started? I mean, it's and pretty, how it became a movie. I was uh, well, okay. So, um, uh, I was working as a consultant on Sex in the City. Yeah, which and, is a, um, a whole other thing we will dive into in a minute. Thing. Yeah, and um, uh, and it, it was like uh, I think it's in the last season, and I was um, I was on a lunch break, and one of the girls that was a writer there said, "I'm seeing a guy, and he won't have sex with me." Okay. Do you think that's bad? And then I just stared at her for 15 minutes. And um, <laughs> and then eventually I said, yes, I do think that's bad. And then she goes, because she invited him up the night before. And then she goes, uh, we had to work, Greg. I'm like, are you, are you mad at me now? I don't know like why how, you're taking a tone. How little does someone have to like someone else not to have sex with you? Like she must have been real gross. A guy. No, no. That's no? the thing that was, no. No, she was one Lord, of the bu- guys haven't wanted to have sex with me sometimes. The, then, then they hate you. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's also not the case, though. Well, here's the thing. So, like, um, no, she was actually the opposite and, and also a, a writer in, in Hollywood. And, like, a person who had to work really hard to be where they were. Like, there weren't that many female writers on sitcoms at that time. And this was a staff of mostly entirely women and mm-hmm. two gay men and me. And um, so uh, she was kind of exceptional. So I was like, why is she letting this area of her life sort of slack? And why is she being dumb here? And smart everywhere else. But I think sometimes people just want what they want or they think they don't deserve better or they don't think they're going to meet anyone better. And they try and make, like you say, you know, can we swear on this? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This so is they, try make, they try and make, uh, what do you say? Chicken, what is it? Chicken salad out of chicken shit. Out of chicken shit, yeah. Yeah. And, um, it doesn't matter how much mayonnaise you have. So I said, eventually I said, <laughs> we started talking about it. Eventually I said, he's just not that into you. And I don't remember even saying it. And Liz Tuchillo, who's the co-author of the book, said, oh, my God, was he's she just in the room? not that into you. Was she you. in the room, too? As yeah, they, as yeah the people started writer? to join the conversation. Okay. And then we went back to work because uh-huh. we were out in the hallway. We went back to work. And then that's all we talked about. And girls were literally like just asking me questions the whole time. So if he, I mean, literally, like, if he, so if, if a guy's married to yeah. somebody else, then he can't, he, he's a bad choice. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yes. 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 I know you've probably said this, like, for so many years, but it's still the most relevant thing ever, and it will be the most relevant thing ever. What, you just know, saying just, straight up yeah, like, like that? Oh, it's a very simple answer. Yeah, That's the kind of beauty gives, of it. It gives you the element of it, like, you're not wrong. He's kind of into you. Like, you're not imagining this whole thing. But if he only wants to see you when he's drunk, or he won't introduce you to his friends or family, you know, it just is that thing of, like, he's into you. He's just not that into you. When you outline it, you're like, why do you want these reduced versions of what you probably hoped your relationship would be like? Like a guy that only comes over at 4 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. or doesn't want to call it by a name or he has a lot going on at work or his life's heavy right now. And, you know, that stuff, you're just like, oh, my God, yawn, because I said all those things to people when I was like, I just don't like them. Well, it's funny you say that, Greg, that she had, like, all this stuff going on and you didn't understand why she liked someone when she was, like, putting all her effort and energy into every other part of her life and was smart in other parts of her life but not that part of her life. But my dad always always said something that made so much sense to me, which was reason has nothing to do with matters of the heart. 
which is like well, that when it comes to-, to legging someone, it's like all your IQ goes out the window and you start thinking like here instead of up here. Mm-hmm. Well, there were, so, there were also women that, you know, hated the notion of the buff and they were like, I know when someone doesn't like me. I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. You know, I'm not trying to, um, uh, I'm not trying to start, we're not trying to start a cult here. I'm just saying this is what it looks like when anything's failing you. You know, if you're, if you work at a place for a long time and they pass you over for promotion, it's not happening. That's not your place. Like get, get real with what's happening in your life and look at the facts as opposed to ruminating on these, you know, well, maybe, you know, it's got to be a better time or whatever. Let's take it a step further beyond how you got up with the concept of the book and more about how you even got to be a script consultant on Sex in the City. Like, what made you qualified to talk about that female dialogue? This, okay, so I, I'm a stand-up. I've been a stand-up for 30 years, and um, uh, Michael Patrick King, who is the executive mm-hmm. producer, is also stand-up, and we knew each other from doing this place called Largo, which used to be over... <laughs> In West Hollywood, and it was sort of like where all the Mr. Show people came from, Janine Garofalo, like it was sort of the beginning of the alternative comedy thing in the 90s, and uh, he just liked me. He said, I, you were the guy I was trying to be when I was pretending I was straight. <laughs> you know, like a slightly evolved, Aww. you know, um, uh, I, mean, I, I like lamps and furniture. And, um, <laughs> uh, you know, and I wasn't afraid to wear a little nail polish at the time. And uh, so he... Um, liked me, and then this is what he said, and this is for sure uh, not PG. Um, he said, I, I ran into him, and he said, I'd love for you to come over to Sex in the City um, uh, because the staff is seven women and two gay men, and nobody here knows what pussy tastes like. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, my goodness. And I literally, like, I had to, I, stare, I was, like, trying to go, did I hear that? Like, wait. <laughs> like, I, I was stunned. I was like, what the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, so he, um, uh, so then I went over there, and that's exactly what I, on the very first day, that's what they wanted to talk about. <laughs> Wait, so, Greg, do you know, like, the segments that we do on this podcast that relates to Sex and the City? Ashley, did you talk about I that? I told him a little bit about how Jared is always mad that I didn't call him big, but right. he came home from doing Help I Suck at Dating one day, and he was like, this guy, Greg, told me firsthand, like, as a writer of Mr. Big, that I shouldn't be Mr. Big to you. And I was like, see? And he felt so much better after that conversation. Yeah, nobody wants to be big. Big is, <laughs> big is immature and unattainable and, and not available and, not, and probably doesn't have great relationships and buys a place up in Napa or whatever the hell he did. So we have at a the bunch- end of that thing. <laughs> and he made some really dumb when choices. When you're tired, you take a Napa. You don't move to Napa. That's right. <laughs> Okay, so it's no secret. I've told you guys this before on the podcast, but I think one of my biggest issues in life and a New Year's resolution every year that I really, truly try and get better at is to drink more water, but I'm just not good at it like Ashley and Lauren are. I'm Mm. really not. I think a part of it is because I bloat a lot, and sometimes I have jobs where I... I have to be there in the moment. I don't have the liberty to run out to the bathroom every five minutes. And because of my fibroids, I do have to like inherently want to pee all the time. Mm. So those are reasons that I deprive myself of water, which yes, I know are terribly bad. But I have to tell you about this product that has genuinely changed my life. So it's called Liquid IV. And it's basically a powder of electrolytes that you put in your water bottle. And But this is not your average electrolyte drink mix. There's no GMO. It has clean ingredients. But get this. This is why I am so hooked on it. First of all, it tastes amazing. It's vegan, free of gluten, dairy, soy, all that good stuff. So, you know, you're putting good shit in your body. But it provides the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water in one bottle of water, guys. Unbelievable. So if you have three bottles of water, all with liquid IV in it, with all their yummy, really good flavors. I mean, you had nine. 
nine bottles of water? Exactly. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is so amazing. you're super hydrated. Your skin looks bomb. Everything's amazing. You're, I'm not like peeing as much. It also contains like five essential vitamins that include like more vitamin C than an orange and as much potassium as a banana, which Lauren, you, I haven't told you guys yet. I'm now found out that I'm allergic to eggs and banana. Banana, so, so random. Anymore. I know. Isn't that weird? Anyways, I digress. Um, it donates one serving to people in need for every order place. So not only are you giving back to your body, you're giving back to the world. It's health conscious for your everyday athlete. And again, it fuels your tough workouts. It helps prevent muscle p- fatigue. Um, I like it for like after a night out. Like if you're hungover, I'm telling you guys, you pop one in a water bottle and you're like that today, even Lauren, you know this, mm-hmm. I felt sick. I had a liquid IV and instantly I felt more energized. Um, so I really want you guys to be able to try this. I, I love liquid IV so much and I really know you guys will too. And right now our listeners are going to get 20% off at liquid-iv.com when you use our code, get it G E T I T at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order on their website. Again, go to liquid-iv.com, enter our code GETIT to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com, promo code GETIT. Don't wait, get hydrated today. We've had segments where girls call in and they tell us who their big is in their life. And it's actually been a huge part of like our podcast. Mm-hmm. So since we have you, you're just like such a coveted, both of you guys, can you kind of go into that character and like, what was the idea behind Big at first, and how did it turn out? And should Carrie have ended up with Big? I mean, here's what's really funny. So I worked on the show, but I and I, I hadn't even watched it the first season that I wasn't on, and Mira did. And so when we and we was around the time we we met, so I got into it because of her, you know. Um, and I think we so even you're we watching didn't, it. We thought about it at the beginning. No I think way. I thought Big was cool. And I think <laughs> you were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and I was like, no, he's kind of a badass, you know. But I was, thinking, like, I was I, actually I just thinking about the He's I a crisis the appeal. Yeah, I yeah. the appeal. But I also was like, he is jerking her around so hard. Yeah, he's just a sort of updated version of uh, John Hamm from Mad Men. Like, he's just an unattainable guy who's never going to find happiness because he he thinks he also believes he's cool. That's part of what his charm is. He, that he knows does. he's badass. Yeah. I love when um, he calls Carrie kid. I'm like, you're so know, cool. That's like the hottest part of him. It really is. Yeah, right. That's a little bit of a daddy thing. So, no, but I think that is part of it too. I mean, you have to look at what, what those archetypes are. Like, you know, Aiden, on the other hand, if you break him down as a character, he sounds great and he's. John Corbett and he's good looking, but he was really just like a man boy that wanted yeah. help through the relationship and just sort of, and also was wanted to to make it done already. He wanted to go right to like just nuzzling and vacation. Yeah. Like he yeah. didn't want it. He wasn't super exciting in that way, but he was a good person. Who was the best husband, do you think, on Sex and the City by definition? Was it Steve or was it um, Harry? Harry. Harry's the best. Obviously, Harry. Harry's the best. But wait, but Steve ended up... Wait, Harry... Harry Charlotte. Remember, she was engaged to Pamela Logan's character, and then she ended up with the bald... Bald lawyer. Yeah, not Troy. I like Steve a lot. Oh, we always loved Steve, too. Here's the thing that I... Steve's a weenie. Get him out of here. Here's what was never addressed, is that Miranda and Steve named their baby Brady, Brady. and his last name is Brady. So I now know it's Brady Brady because I think they Why wanted. Did nobody ever. I think they were going to keep Hobbs for the kid's last name, so it's going to be Brady Hobbs. 
But then they got married. I know. That doesn't make well, any and Brady, sense. Brady's badass, too. Yeah, Brady, <laughs> just Brady Square. Square. Yeah. Just Brady Square. Yeah. Yeah. He's a ginger either if way. If Aiden needed oh, help with the relationship, then didn't Steve really need help? Because he was, like, sleeping on Miranda's couch and, like... It's funny. I can't... You know what? I, that's right. I, can't, I, I think I like the actor a lot. Like, it's hard <laughs> to remember. It's hard to remember. I really I'm liked him. For I actually, love, I actually, I actually, actually love Ron Livingston, but I thought he was the worst. I mean, he was the, the least exciting of all of the... God, you forget all the people that were in there. Like we watched Mad Men the other day, and you remember uh, uh, Sterling from Sterling Cooper. He was yeah. in there. Oh my God, it? Sterling is he is a sil- he's a definition of a silver fox. Wait, right. Remember, Miranda's he was a politician the, oh, that Carrie that fell in love with on Fire. Like, remember they yeah, went to Fire. There was fire two Island. episodes. But with him. Yeah. wasn't he the he wanted? Didn't he want someone to? Oh yeah, pee, pee on him. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. so weird. And wasn't there an episode with Bradley Cooper where he was talking about chicken wings? Oh. Yeah, Bradley, yeah, Bradley Cooper, Cooper goes up to her car. That was single and fabulous. Right. Question mark. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Yes. Well, it's clearly I'm the single one at the table that has nothing else to fucking do with my life. Oh my god! That's okay, amazing. so you were a fan of the show before you even got signed on to the show, Greg. Like Amira right? was a fan of the show, and then you got signed on for the second season to just. I, yeah, I feel like we. Were, I feel like Jessica and I were watching it together. Wasn't it before that? No, I guess it wasn't. No. Maybe. Yeah. So you have two daughters, right? We have two daughters. How old are they? Did we tell our listeners 16 they're married? And 13. Oh, you could. <laughs> okay, they're we're married. married. We're they married. have children together. Yes. Okay, 16 yeah. and 13. Yes. So that is prime boy age. Do you help them or they it, don't care yet? Can I can I tell you our our children uh, are very well read and well groomed through television and films so they have a very high standard that nobody at their high school could possibly meet okay i'm not kidding my i I, our 16 year old true is looking for like matt saracen or tim riggins for friday night light who is like a 26 year old uh, (laughs) a 26 year old actor with hollywood writers pretending to be 16 that are open to their vulnerabilities and super romantic but also broken okay but that's just what Naz and I were looking for for all of our years which is why I was 20 I was 29 when I desinglified myself for the de- first time de- single, de- and flowers. I have to say that Jared was is the ultimate romantic comedy romance character yeah Jared has no toxic masculinity <laughs> yeah but none of those guys showed up in high school right no. they're just not no. there they're not there. I mean, the, all of the propositions that our kids get are literally send me nudes or do you want to hook up? Oh, there's no. Not, so they tell not, you? There's not like let's yeah. talk. They tell you when yeah. they ask for nudes, like yeah. they're comfortable with you and that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of it, it's a, it, there's like a, there's a way to sort of play it. So obviously I, we're, it's all girls in the house. So I sort of stand one rung out. I don't ask and I don't, and I also don't embarrass. I don't say anything. I don't, I don't have any of that like. I try not to be negative about any of it, but I'm also like I'm available if you want to talk about it. You may not ever want to talk about it, mm-hmm. and you may not want, and maybe I'm the person you don't talk with it about. But, um, but I'm interested. But I'll wait till they bring it to me because mm-hmm. otherwise it's weird. Um, Is it weird though? You you co-wrote. He's just not that into you. Wouldn't you be like the like go to daddy? Yeah. Wouldn't you be like the one person everyone's lining up to ask questions about? Yeah, but when it's your parents, it's sort of like it doesn't matter what you did. They're kind of like, uh, I don't know. Right. You know but what I, I mean? But I do. Th- I do think that they've sort of absorbed so much of the information that they're like, you know, my parents are relationship experts, so that's not going to cut it. Like they're kind of sassy when it comes to sort of the 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 low bar that guys sort of set for themselves. You guys, what makes you relationship experts? 
I know that is like sounds like, hmm, how dare she um question our authority? No, but no, 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 no. Really, no, what we, makes you the authority we on it. dating? We question it all the time because I think what it is is you know, expert is just the word that they use because they, you're a guest on something, and so they have to give you. They're not <laughs> I know. Like, I'm a bachelor expert on right. access. They, they, yeah, they that's, right. Yeah. that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. They wrote books. I mean, but, we at the beginning, even in in um in the first book, we're like, look, we don't do this for a living. We're, we're not TV doctors. writers. The answers on the cover take right. you know, <laughs> yes. like it's really <laughs> simple. So we're not psychiatrists. We're not therapists. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're just like your smart ass friends that tell you the real. But, we're, we're, but also think you're great. We don't have all those weird bad stories about yourself that you have. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're also not burdened by literature uh, pertaining to psychoanalysis or any of that stuff. We can just say, hey, look, this is the way I feel about it. Here's my experience as a man. And I've had both experiences. I've also been dumped and been, you know, called somebody too many times and, you know, stalked a little bit. And uh, 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 and then I got sober. But the... but. So I know what it's like to be dumped as well and to know when you like someone who clearly doesn't like you. And then I've also done all of the things in the book, you know, ghosted somebody or blown them off or whatever. And so I had that experience. That's it. And I had a sister who literally waited outside prisons to meet men. Like she picked the that worst people. That's me. That's me. It's like if he looks like – like I couldn't – like you wouldn't even – there wasn't even a, a thought in your mind that this might be a good person. Like you were always like, what the fuck? What was um, her complex? What was wrong with her? Oh, I think she had a lot of daddy issues. Daddy and issues. my mom was hard on her. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There was it's a so lot. It's so interesting that Ashley goes after Prince Charming's and I go after criminals. But we were raised the exact but, same. Yeah. And our parents are both fantab- fantabulous parents. Who's Like older? our dad couldn't have. So you're a reaction to her. I'm a reaction to her. You're just a reaction to her. Like- See, I think she never had a boyfriend. So I was like, well, I'm just going to get any boyfriend so i'm really? not like that maybe i right. don't know you're, rea- maybe. You're, reacting I'm reacting. The, you're reacting to what she has said like the the behaviors that she has said or like sort of the blueprint you're like yep not for me yeah oh that's very interesting well now that i see her and jared actually together i want you're someone like, more oh, like jared maybe she yeah. was on to something yeah mm. that's it that's what's happening i always knew what i was doing nobody believed me everybody's like wow ashley's sad and desperate no, or not desperate so that you stayed Ashley's the course sad. like you knew what she wanted you knew what you're looking for and you believed i did i believed so hard i did all the inspirational quotes when it came to believing i think i even i almost had believe on the back of my license plate just like i was like it's gonna happen i know it's i know people think that i'm just too daydreaming and i think that chick flicks are real life but it's gonna happen and then it really happened you in manifested the most it. chick flick way ever yes totally manifest but you did like you you say you're the exception to the rule in the book but you did like we would say to somebody look you know this person may come back into your life, but what you have now is the opportunity to cut it off and you decide what's going on. You take control of the situation. If you break up with somebody, you that's it. You've made the move. Mm-hmm. Then you get to set parameters. Get away from me. Don't bother me. Come don't back, call come me. Come back to me. You know, right, right, this is what but, it'll take. The but, move maker. But, yeah, right. If you're going to come back to me, come back every single day for a year and do this and maybe we can have a chat about it later. Right? You own that space. And most people... When they break up, they're like, but we can be friends and we can hang out. And it's like, no, 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 you can't. No, that wasn't the relationship you were in. You know, it's like, well, I'm losing my best friend. That's not your, your best friend wouldn't break up with you. Your best friend is a different kind of friend. This is a, right. this is a boyfriend. Whoa, Do that's you- weird because our parents always say, my mom has been weird. Okay, my dad says, your mom is my best friend. But my dad, my mom has always said, I don't get calling your dad my best friend. He's not my best friend. She looks at it in a completely different way. Right. 
Right, probably because she wants to still have sex with him, and she doesn't want to have sex with her best friend. And he is probably like most older men; like he doesn't have any other really friends. And also, um, there probably isn't somebody else that he tells everything to besides her. She yeah. maybe has ten friends that she talks to about stuff, but but he probably is only shared those intimacies with her, so he hmm. sees it like that. Could be. Um, first of all, Greg, I see you eyeing the hummus, so go and take. Have a little bite if you what like. What kind of hummus is it's it? It's spicy hummus. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not really good to eat on air. I feel no, like it's... Yeah, you could have one bite. Give me a mukbang. Um, just really quick, because I just want to wrap up the sex and the city thing before we completely divulge into he's just not that into you. Because I'd love for you to... Both of you guys to offer our listeners advice on like what they should do if they are in a situation with someone like a big or someone that's just not giving them what they deserve. Um, but so is it safe to say that you, Carrie, shouldn't have ended up with big? And do you have any stories from set that you can like <clears throat> spill the tea on well <laughs> both of you guys you know um no they shouldn't have ended up together i mean that's that my my belief is that you don't she doesn't you, we don't know who she ends up with because um but that she she's the one that you know would decide oh right he's the wrong person and then we just don't have to pick somebody there mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a type because i think that's tough the other thing is um um and I didn't want, I didn't, I mean, I had no say, and the movies were completely different, but I was like, don't make a movie, don't make a movie, because everybody liked it. Everybody wanted it to be the way it was. Uh, the big, like, the thing I always talk about is, in the um, original idea for the final season, um, it wasn't supposed to be Baryshnikov. It was meant to be... Um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. And they, they, they... They courted him and they courted him and they courted him and they took him to lunches and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And he and this was way before Taken. And he's like, no, I still have a film career. And we're all like, you don't have a film career. You don't. <laughs> like you just made Michael Collins. Like nobody like it, it just didn't. And also nobody knew television was going to be what it became. Um, but he did end up. He was right about himself. He chose, He bet on himself, and he became a big film star. Mm-hmm. But so you imagine him now, and at the end, he was supposed to hit her for real, and he then was supposed big, to hit her for real. So you know, yeah, I don't think it was an accident. It wasn't. You know, in the but in yeah. in this, they kind of fudged it with yeah. it. Became like a Keystone Cops thing with the, that fight and the running around. That was dumb, you know, because Bershenkov is a tiny man and not big. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, but Liam Bersh- Neeson would have But and. And big fighting, that's two big dudes having it out. And that would have been and kind of romantic and kind of cool. But yeah, it didn't, we didn't go there. root for Alexander whatsoever. No. I wonder if we would have if it was Liam yeah, Neeson. Yeah, me too. Though. Me too. Yeah, Liam Neeson would have been. But as soon as he turns on Carrie, everybody would have wanted I mean, that was right. just the idea. She's, she's our heroine. Right. But now if the story was written, nobody would, let it, nobody would let her get hit. And if she did get hit, she'd kick his ass. And then Big would just be standing there because mm-hmm. wouldn't, they wouldn't do it that way. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. And Lola doesn't only have sanitary products, they also have sex products, too, which I have been using with Jack. Wait, Lauren, I've been dying to ask you about this. <laughs> how? Because obviously I have been getting none as of late. That's okay. So what, how are the Lola condoms? The Lola condoms are great. They're really, really thin. And they oh, don't have nice. they don't have like a stinky lube, so you don't smell like latex really or a lube when you're done having sex, and oh. you don't feel like you're gonna get any kind of infection afterwards. Because I feel like sometimes those chemicals will give you infections, right? Like you got you should be wary of like what you're putting on right. and in your body, right? 
Um, so the Sex by Lola line is available for subscription, so you never have to worry about your period like coming and not having enough tampons. You'll always have them ready. You'll also have condoms whenever the magic moment happens. Which is so clutch because I feel like those are the two things that you kind of run out and get and you forget that you've run out of. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like the day I get my period, literally every single time, I'm like, you God go darn it, I got to run to CVS. And if I had a subscription base like Lola, which I now do, it saves me time, saves my ass and... And hello, if a cute guy comes over, you're already prepped because you got condoms uh, in the drawer, mm, you know? Very thin ones, too. In addition to condoms and personal lubricant, Lola now has cleansing wipes, which go hand in hand with your period. I don't know about you. Yeah, no, I definitely use them. I, I upgraded from the from the toilet paper. And the reason why I'm a huge fan of Lola is not only because they deliver it right to your door, you guys, but these things are well-designed. Like, how many times have we met, like, a tampon we didn't like or that just, like, didn't fit? Like, you have those certain brands that you like, and I promise Mm -hmm. you you're going to like Lola if you give it a try because that's why I really love it. I love the design. And it leaves me worry-free about, like, what I'm putting in my body because they have a disclosure of all these ingredients. And it just makes me and my partner feel more comfortable during intimacy because... I mean, whoever that partner is on yeah. the day of. I know, um, <laughs> I know that a lot of tampons make me itchy, actually, and these mm-hmm. don't make me itchy. Yeah. So basically, Lauren and I are obsessed with Lola. We really think you guys should just give it, just give it a shot. Um, for forty percent off all subscriptions, that is a massive number. Forty percent off. All you guys have to do is visit mylola.com, M-Y-L-O-L-A.com, and enter our promo code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, when you subscribe. Again, for 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com, enter our promo code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, when you subscribe, and we promise you will love us forever. Do you have any stories from set that you can, like, share? No, because I wasn't on the set. Oh, got it. Because they shot in New York, and they rode out here. So I rode out here with them, and they went back to New York. I went back to the set, like, once or twice. Got it. How fun was that But Carrie's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah Sarah was was my favorite. Sarah, and then uh, I liked... uh, I like Sarah, and then I liked um, uh, Samantha. Yeah. Super kind. Yeah. She seems really It's nice. really sad they don't like each other in real life. Yeah, that's really crazy. <laughs> you know, it's like a basketball team or a band. It's like yeah. we've done enough already together. You spend enough time with anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. One, cl- one last question on that. Um, how fun was it just to go to work, and then basically you're just like the dude view? They're like, is this accurate? Like, is this the way a guy would respond? And you're like, yep, pretty much. Oh, nope, tweak that. I mean, there are stories in there from our real lives. Like, the wedding ring stuff in there is from our real life. What, you know, which wedding ring thing? The thing where Aiden gets the wrong ring. <gasps> That's Wait, from your guys' love? Please yep. tell. <laughs> I want to know your love story, too. Yeah, that was going to be our oh, next. Man. Because we need to know how you guys met, how the relationship experts met. <laughs> um... Okay, so starting, starting with the ring story, because okay. a lot of the stories that you see through the, the lens of the four girls and sex of the day, four women, were different writers' stories, stories. and their friends' stories and different... Like somebody, stories. like, I can't, it was, uh, I think, was, was it Shupak was the post-it note, right? Yeah. And so she, came, she came yeah. in and went, oh, I can't, no, she came God. in that morning and went, <gasps> I got broken up with, a, by, on a, somebody left me, a po- they broke up with me on a post-it note. Oh, my yeah. God. And we're like, what are you talking about? Like, all of that stuff. Somebody, uh, you know, that girl goes, so I, I, I'm with this guy. And he's like, will you pee on me? And I'm like, I don't even know where we are right now. You know, like that stuff, that, because yeah. you forget that, like, it's right. just, where does it come from? And um, um, so, yeah, so the, those stories. But there, a lot of our actual romance stuff was in there. Yep. Yeah, and the I ring was well, part of it. Wait, can we hear the wedding ring story? Okay, so, uh, so with, when Greg first proposed, he didn't uh. have a ring. And it was a very, it was sort of, a, it wasn't a banner proposal. It wasn't, 
you didn't say the words, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like, yes. I botched it. Our parents also didn't have the formal proposal. They're just like, we're going to get married one day. Wait, what was... And then they got married. What was the proposal, Greg? Did you ever see the beginning of uh, something about Mary where he asked that girl out standing by the tree and he goes, yeah. hey, do you think we know each other from... Um, uh, from if you, if you maybe sometime, you know, maybe, or maybe you don't want to, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then I gave her a Christmas ornament. <gasps> no. Yep. What kind? Like a, a snow globe a, one? It was an angel made out of clay with a, holding out a heart, but it was like Aww. a... It was... It Not didn't have that effect. It would have been great. I, I was just like... Super confused. Are you, are you trying to ask me to marry you? And he's like, it's not going well. I'm like, no, it's not. And then he handed me this angel, and I was like, oh. I turned it over to see if there's a ring in it, because I was like, he hasn't said the, he hasn't said anything nice to me, or will you marry me? So right. I was like, oh, no. I'm not really sure what's happening. You just kind of chickened out when it came to asking the actual question. Yeah, I think probably like what, what had happened was my my mother had been diagnosed with cancer, mm. and I so I did it before I probably would have. I probably would have done it like six months later. Mm. Right, it. we'd mm-hmm. only been together for it, nine yeah. months. It was it was a, it was a little too soon, and it was that thing where. But we were in he Hawaii was and it was the millennial. And I, and I was and like, I'm still not sure of the thing. But <laughs> I also didn't want to break up because then we've just gone to Hawaii. And so I was like, mm, well, I'm just feeling like it didn't happen because he didn't say the words and there's no ring. No. So I'm going to just kind pretend. of like the sweetest heartbreaking story. Heartbreaking. What was yeah. the thought process behind yes. the ornament? My mom, um, who was uh, an alcoholic and a, a woman of uh, um, uh, very peculiar um, smart Stanford grad, but uh, she uh, she said uh, she, there was a ring that she had that I knew about. So she go, when I told her I was going to ask Amira to marry me, she goes, "I'll be right back." And then mm-hmm. she came back and she had the ornament, and I was like, "I don't know what's happening." Yeah, not grandma's And she's ring. like, "If she oh. likes you enough, this will this this should be enough." Oh, and I'm like, God. "Right," which would be fine if I if I like if he had said words, or if I lived in a homeless yeah. shelter, and like that it was the best been. I could do. <laughs> If I'd been in a lean-to, like if I'd been a man of no means at all, and I was like, I had to cut my finger off for this, oh. but I, I, I had a, I had a deal with HBO. Like I had some, like there was, you know, I wasn't wealthy by any stretch, but I, um, and I also just had never, I'd never liked anyone enough to marry them. You know, I loved dating. I loved being single. I liked my whole life. I was nearly sober, but I never even thought about the ring or how you would even go about. Like I just didn't. It just didn't. You were big. Part of it, and here's, but here's the. Here's where I made the mistake. In that story of giving her the ornament and her thinking how cute it is, that camera is pointed at me. Suddenly, I'm the star of this thing where this is the best I can do. In her world, it's like, what's... You didn't think about me at all, at all. Didn't ask me... Like, I knew nothing about what Mm -hmm. she wanted, and I didn't Mm -hmm. give it to her. That's Mm -hmm. not a good way to go about asking someone to marry you. You should find out... Because it's their thing. If you're asking... It's their day. It's Remember their... Jared told that to you guys. He yeah. was like, I know I have to make this about what she wants, and I know she'll want to get married in paradise, and she'll want to do it this summer, and la, la, la. And it's not, just a, it's not just a piece of jewelry. It's a thing she's going to wear every day for the rest of her life. So it has to have some consideration. She's not going to walk around with a Christmas ornament every day and go, my, also, I'm married. <laughs> what is that? Yeah, I'm married. I have this ornament. Mayor, were you just like, he's just not that into me? I, I, well, I was just like, my whole thing was like, please don't. Please don't be let this be how this is happening. This isn't... Did you make up for it? Yeah, I was like, no, no, no. So anyway, so then, to bring in the ring thing, what happened is he said, you know, I'm told I have a family ring, like my mom's mom's ring, but, you know, we haven't ever talked about, like, what kind of ring would you want? And so we're talking about the rings, because I had been married once before, and I had an emerald-cut diamond. And so I said, well, I've had an emerald-cut diamond before. 
I don't want to do that. Oh, that's mm-hmm. what I want. And I was like, I like everything except for a marquee and a pair. Mm-hmm. I just feel like okay. at this time, like 20 years ago, I'm like, they're just so, so sort of like old lady looking. Mm-hmm. Like they just are... It, it's just not what I like. Yeah, it's really I weird. Like a, it's a I like a cushion what is old lady? Like, like, it's just a diamond. Like, I don't... Right? Yeah. So it's something where you're too. like... <laughs> I like a cushion. I like... I, you know, the secret rings that you like. So then... You gotta write those down. He, um... Uh, he did a redo where he, like, decorated my, my little cottage and he did a redo proposal and he had the ring. But, but the, the whole thing about it was we talked marquee about it a number cut. of times and it ends up being a marquee cut. He doesn't know what oh, that means. No. Looks like but a football. So, but yes. she told him actually, numerous times. And, yes. and, and, and it, and it, but also, it, I couldn't do anything about what the ring I was given, and I didn't right. have the money to... Oh, to, that was the ring you were given. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And, when yes. it, and also, to be fair, there's not a person that hasn't seen it and gone, oh my God, it looks so beautiful on you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean she should like it, but it is, you know, she's long fingers, and it, it's... Uh, it's really not me. Wait, so you're not wearing it right now? I never wear She it. wears the band, though. I wear the band. But that was... That was and I'm not wearing mine, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, that's there we go. It's another yeah. topic. That's Why don't you wear yours? Yeah. Uh, I was having a surgery, and I took it off, and when I went to put it back on, my hand was too fat. Oh. So right. you that's don't want to excuse. run out and get another one that fits, because you're just secure well, his, with his, the whole his, his ring thing. Go down. It's also... Um, does that bother you? Not she probably didn't even notice how I said it right I now. Even oh, really? That's going to be an awkward ride home later. But anyway, in Sex and the City, they talked about the... You know the differences in the points of the ring and what have you, and that's where the story came up for her finding the wrong ring. And the that's one that right. Goes, he doesn't know who I am, and mm. yeah, this horrible ring, and blah, blah, blah. yeah. And then the Aiden thing, I was, I, I vehemently was against the. Uh, I go. A girl puts that on her chain. I leave that day. Oh, I leave yeah. that day. Totally. And they're like, no, he's got to stay in it and try and live with it. I'm like, that's the worst. I am telling you, there's no dude that would be okay with that. Um, but they but he was me. a man boy. They fought me, and I think they were right. But the part where he comes back and goes, I can't believe I'm here again, that's something I said to somebody, where I literally got back together with somebody with the exact same I'm like, why am I doing this again? How did I get here again? How did I just make the same choice again with the same person? We weren't trying to get married, but like that's that thing of like, man, I got to make different choices. I have to start picking better people. At that time, I dated a lot of girls that wore men's pants, a lot of punk rock chicks. And I was like, I got to do better than that next time out. And it did. Aww. Would you have an issue if she wasn't wearing her ring? I and if she wore she it on a necklace? It. it bothers me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It bothers me. No, I mean, if she wore it on a necklace, um, given how much she wears it in general, I... I it sounds weird to other people, so it bothers me. Okay, isn't that yeah. weird that it bothers you when you don't wear yours though? But I, could, I literally couldn't get mine back on, and I can't. Got mine's it. beautiful. It's got like a crown and a diamond, right, in it, right. and I don't want it to, you know. I, yeah. I just am, you know. I've had like you're not gonna put her on your chain. Also, she never noticed I was waiting for the <laughs> shake. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just have a friend. Or I have a. We feel like a, I know a couple people, and the guy never wears the ring. And he, like they'll be young, hot guys, and I would never be okay with my husband at like this age going around without the ring. Ringless. The keys well, taken. Yeah, his age and my age are different. At my age, you're pretty okay. Nobody's I, looking. I'm gonna be young and hot too. I'm Nobody's. Gonna, no one's looking for. It's around. a little bit different with age. You uh, know, you know it was really hot. Is that guy had his hip replaced? Yeah, oh, man. Is it Get though with all the technology? Technology like Viagra, like I, I would think that it's like I would think people older have better sex lives than we do it in our generation. But as far as like being on the prowl, like if, you know, once you reach a certain age and you're like, you know, I'm going to work or right. to Ralph's or, <laughs> yeah, or school pickup, like there, it's 
it's sort of a known quantity of the people around you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, we're not going to bikini night at the bar right. or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right. I think <laughs> we're good. that makes exactly. me sick thinking about someone no, hitting you know, on my boyfriend, you know? You know? I don't want him to wear a ring. He's not even He better wear yeah. when you have kids. Mm-hmm. Lauren, let's start boyfriend rings. But I have to say that. I, <laughs> we're going to start selling them on idongetit.com. <laughs> Genius. 100%. Lauren and I are doing it. We're okay. going to sell boyfriend rings and they're going to have to start wearing it. <laughs> boyfriend rings? Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. Well, I think we're promise rings. I'm going to make him do it. If Jared wants to wear an engagement ring. I don't doubt that. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just a little mush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like that. I love BioClarity because it is, it's this clean, gentle skincare line that helps me get naturally glowing skin. And it's also 100% vegan and cruelty-free. The one thing I love about BioClarity the most is that it eliminates redness and irritation, which happens to my skin with so, so many products. They have great botanical ingredients like Floralux, which is derived from the chlorophyll in plants, and it makes my skin feel so soft and glowy and not red. It reduces hyperpigmentation. I love it so much. There are two different routines. There's a clear skin routine, which I like because it's for people who have combination, oily, or breakout-prone skin. It's three steps where you cleanse, treat, and restore. And then there's the essentials routine, and this is for more normal and dry skin. So depending on your type, you'll select a routine for you. BioClarity is also delivered straight to you. You don't have to go pick it up at the drugstore. It just comes in the mail. To get started on your healthy skincare habit, just go to BioClarity.com and our listeners are going to get their first month for 50% off. A routine plus shipping is free. It comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee, but you need to enter our code, which is GETIT. Again, that is BioClarity.com and enter our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T and use Bio clarity before we get to the questions real quick what are the signs uh since you guys co-wrote he's not not that into you what are some signs that our listeners can look out for well if you're already asking yourself about like if you're in your head going is this behavior okay yeah bargaining and making accommodations that you don't feel you know your friends like you know he hasn't called in a week but he's really got a job that like i don't he works at the grocery store yeah but it's important and uh (laughs) You know, they can't let them off the floor. Like, there's just things that you start to do where you can hear yourself. You, It's a weird thing. You're lying to you. Most of the time when you're telling a lie, you're telling it to yourself. Everyone else is just watching you trying not to say something. <laughs> and you're going, no, 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 it's fine. It and then in the your lie. head, your brain's yeah. going, it's not fine, actually. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. And like, Shut up. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know, because you don't want to be paranoid. And people go, well, I don't want to be a bitch about it. And, and feel, like, feel like, what, that you can't ask for what you want? Be a bitch about it. It's your life. Right. You know, if you really like somebody, you won't be bitchy about it. You'd be like, hey, man, if you if if calling me or being around me is not your thing, let me know because I'm I, that's not how I want it to be. You know, Mira said at one point, look, I, I super want to be married to somebody and I want to have kids. And that's just the life I want. That's the one I'm looking for. If it's not the one you're looking for, that's fine. But I mean, I was looking for the same thing. So, you know, but she didn't say it in a way that was threatening. She didn't say it in a way that was uh didn't feel like it was an ultimatum. She just said, this is the life that I'm looking for as I move forward, you know? Um, and that was okay with me. Did that light a fire under your butt or were you like already kids. on the same page? No, okay. I wanted, yeah, yeah, yeah. Copy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been interesting because now that I have found my person, I know what a real right relationship should feel like. When girls would tell me about their boy problems and like a guy that they were dating and like their concerns about it, I used to be like so hopeful. Oh, like, oh, 
that's going to be fine. Oh, no, he likes you. It's it's for real. That's a good sign, blah, blah. And now I hear, I, like, I'm stepped back knowing what's right. And I'll listen to other girls' stories and I'll be like, oh, poor thing. Just He's just not that Yeah, either. that's like when we used to tell dad about it. He, his response was always, that's bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. Because yeah. he knows how like a man's actually supposed to act. Yeah. Also, you're really, when you... When you take an action on your own behalf, you're always surprised how the world acts. You know, like if you're, like I dated girls where I was like, nah, I'm not that into it. And then they'd just call it off. And then I'd never hear from them again. I'd be like, how did that, wait, what, wait, right? (laughs) (laughs) And what you're noticing is like self-esteem. Like somebody that went, okay, you know, I put myself out there, but I'm not going to wait. I'm not waiting around. And then they didn't ever call again. And then you start to, and then you run into that person later and you realize like, I saw them different. You know, I mm-hmm. guess I, not that I would try and make it happen again, but you realize, like, I probably broke up with someone I didn't mm-hmm. know because I had a lot of ideas about who they were, but their ability to just walk away, man, A, they didn't love me that much, and B, they just had enough self-esteem to go, okay, fair enough. And that's a really intoxicating thing in, in anything. Mm-hmm. Jobs, anytime mm-hmm. you just are able to go, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm out. I've heard so many guys say that. Um, like, I've asked so many guys that are married now that are straight. I'm like, you have to let me in the male psyche. Like, are there people that you dated that you thought you could have been with? And they're always like, absolutely. But, like, looking back, exactly what you said, they walked away and I was just not in the mindset. Or I didn't understand what I had because I yeah. didn't know what I wanted. Because yeah. most guys don't know what that looks exactly. like. Exactly. You know, also most guys aren't thinking about it as much of anything as you think. Women do a lot of work for men in their heads. And then you're like, I didn't No, man. I was just thinking about cheese. <laughs> no, but I mean, I was genuinely thinking about getting some cheese. The amount of effort we put into decoding an emoji left under our picture is exhausting. Yeah. But that's all, all we do. Also, that cheese combo on Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, I know. That's epic. what reminded me of that. I think they most guys sending emojis are, are like, does this, do you think this will make like me anything. seem, does this make me look weird if I send an emoji? I don't Maybe. Like, whatever. I think that we'll women see. are so hopeful and analytical by nature and you know and it takes so much for us to spark with somebody in the first place we're not like men it's not just visual like you have to have mm-hmm. sort of a connection before mm-hmm. you're like oh this could be something yeah right so exactly you're, you're less likely to throw those things away but when you find yourself always trying to be okay with getting crumbs and pretending like they're a cookie you know that's when you have to go you know, just because this person doesn't see my worth does not change my value. See? But if I'm letting it by <laughs> accommodating or participating in it, then that's on me. This is something, even when I was, de- I wasn't desperately single. Even when I was very, very single, and Naz and I were both very, very single, she would always have the perspective of what's wrong with me, and I'd always say, what's wrong with them? And yeah. I've always thought that my way of looking at it has always been, well. Correct. Well, it's good. <laughs> it's a good way. The, I know. The, I lack the self confidence you had because no one ever picked me to like like me back. Nobody ever picked me either. I, I still know. thought there was something wrong with them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I always thought. But you guys are all still so young. Yeah, that true. That I do have to say, I would love to open the floor up right now. I've been on a couple trips this month, and I've been around some friends and people who are in relationships currently, and weren't so happy in them. I felt like maybe held back by them. And for the first time in my life this month, I was like, wow, I can do whatever I want, go wherever I want. I don't have a dog at home. I don't have a boyfriend at home. It's amazing. I don't have a kid with anyone. I can still pick my perfect person. And that's fucking amazing. And I am so happy to be single. I have to say. So good. I, really we used to, I used to tell a joke about how, um, you know, the grass is always greener. And, you know, um, uh, when you get married, you end up doing things like game night and 
playing Pictionary and shit. And, you know, I would get emails <laughs> from girls all the time. You know, like, we, you know, it, like you're driving home fighting after a game of Pictionary. But there, there would, there would, but I would always get these emails from girls that are like, I'm lonely, I'm sad, you know, I just wish I, I my favorite was I wish I had someone to spend my Sundays with. And I like to think was, fuck, you have a free Sunday? What's that like? <laughs> Fucking sleep in, masturbate, order a pizza, like yeah, then it repeat. Really doesn't sound terrible. Yeah, like, no, it doesn't. Once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's um um uh you know, but I do think one of the things that is difficult about relationships that are really hard is like you didn't pick somebody so you could restrain them, right? Like you love somebody and you want them to be yours, but you you didn't. The reason you like somebody is because they are who they are, and the more freedom you give somebody. Look, if somebody is going to um, stray, they're going to stray. But the more freedom you give somebody, the more the less likely they are. Because what people panic about, especially as they get older, is what if I'm going to die and I don't get, I wanted this thing and we're not, you know, this isn't working. This isn't like I thought it was going to be. And everybody feels that way. And I think it, your relationship should be the one place where you're allowed to be like, it's safe. It's safe. Say what you want. You know, we can talk about it. You know, are guys going to feel differently about women? Yes, they are. They just are. It's just we forget a lot of times we were just animals. We're still animals. And so there are things that are just biologically different. But the conversation and the freedom to be able to just even express that, a lot of times, I know so many people have done the like, okay, we're going we're gonna to swing. We're going to do this differently. We have open relationship. And then nobody does anything. Or one person does it and the other person goes, I don't, I, uh, I don't need to. And then they don't. But they gave themselves the opportunity to um, not fail. You know, you, if you give somebody rules, they'll fail because... It just is the way that is. So you're saying don't suffocate people with your crazy Don't suffocate your need. with your need. But also like take mm. a take a big risk and say, like, look, mm-hmm. if you if you think you're gonna go have sex with somebody, fucking just talk to me about it. It's not what I want, but boy, I'd sure love to know about it so I don't feel weird or so right. we can discuss what that is or yep. if there's something I can do. Or if I feel that way, because it, it goes both ways and, and for different reasons. And I think why not have that conversation with your best friend in quotes? Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to becoming these two people that are trying to hold some sort of parameter that doesn't make sense for now, you know, and that's why there's all the sneaking around and that's why there's all the, and then with the phones and all that stuff, because I think most of the time when somebody's cheating on you, they're not, they don't want to leave you. They just don't, they're, there's something happening that's yeah, not working. Yeah, because then they would just leave you. That's what I always right. say. Yeah. But there's something not happening in your relationship that you're not talking about. And it could be a million things. And the thing is, is that then people get ashamed or they don't talk, sit down and talk about it, you know, as opposed to go, hey, hey, whatever's going on, I don't care. Look, just this is not the way this should happen. So let's talk. What is it? Where is it that this is going? And if that person can't talk to you about it, then you can go, okay, I, now we got to end it. Mm-hmm. But there's such a, a higher road to take and it's such an easier road. And I think more people would be happy. But I think a lot of times people get in relationships and they feel, I can't even be, you know, I can't do this or I can't do that. And also, it, when you're working as two people or you have kids as four, no, there's some stuff you're not going to get to do. Too bad. You know? <laughs> fucking, you should have been in the band earlier. <laughs> I love that line. You know? Learn to paint in the garage. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, lots of time, lots of time when the kids are gone. Man, you pick this. You pick yeah. this. If, mm-hmm. if this isn't what you wanted, you know, then, then, then either get out now or get it together. But right. don't, you know, you can only do so many things well, you know? So we've been using Talkspace, which is great for all of us who are just um, a little bit high strung, maybe anxious about crazy things like you, you guys know my anxiety issues. Well, you can get something off your chest whenever you need to with Talkspace. You can talk about everyday challenges at work or at home and just chat about life. 
There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. And remember that therapy isn't just for venting about your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you with a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and to help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. So to match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash get it. That is T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E dot com slash get it. And don't forget to use the code get it to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. Again, that is get it and Talkspace.com slash get it. You guys ever get tired of talking about this stuff? Yes, probably. No, no. No, they're so open and dope and good <laughs> no, looking. When we talked to, like when we you talk- guys are fucking goals. You guys but are so goals. good looking. That's why I want to know how you met or where you met. Yeah, oh, who yeah. pursued Man, who? you guys? We could have like we, a three part series with you. We actually we met for the first time. I went to a barbecue at his house, <gasps> but I don't remember. Yeah, I remember meeting him. <laughs> I I um I lived with uh, an actor, a comedian named David Cross, who you might know mm-hmm. as the, I know the name. He's the blue guy on uh, Arrested Development. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> the never. I'm going to say blue man. To, to yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, and he I'm was in a show called name. Mr. Show and all that. So we uh, and we were around a big group of comics. So we had a party at our house. Um, and Janine Garofalo, uh, who is an old friend of mine, came and she brought Amira and uh, she was making a movie with Vince Vaughn. So Vince and Amira and some other people came to our house and I thought she was Vince's uh, girlfriend, but, oh. it, but she wasn't, but she was hot. I would have thought yeah. the same thing too because she is She hot. is hot. She's hot. Guys, baby, so yeah. we met that once and I didn't remember. She's drunk. it was a house party and I <laughs> only knew Vince and Janine mm-hmm. going there. That's yeah. all I knew. And then... Um, about a year later up in Seattle at a music and comedy festival, I was up there trying to sign a band. He was up there doing comedy and he came up to me at a hotel bar and was like, I know you. And I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> a like, year yeah. later. It was a year later. Yeah. He remembered Crazy. what I looked like. And he I couldn't remember her name because it's weird. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, he came to my barbecue. I lived with David Cross. And I was like, oh, yeah, thank you for a fun time. Like, I had no, but we chatted for a little while. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then a few months and you watched me that. walk away. I saw you watch me walk away in the reflection. Oh. So, then, so then I asked somebody about her, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, she's got a boyfriend. Stay away from that. She's trouble. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. So you did have a boyfriend. I did have a boyfriend. And then mm. a few months later, we were both at a hair salon waiting. You guys. Like, in, like, the fate. Waiting. It was literally Serendipity. Like, we, we, we kept Three times. by each other. And, uh, it was um, called Deluxe, and it was like where Ozzy got his hair done, and all the rock stars oh, got their yeah, hair done. Yeah, it was like yeah. all the rock. It was yeah. like all like the, the the rock people got their hair done, and yep. we were both waiting to get our hair hair done, and we ended up talking. I said, hey, we've met before. And she's like, I, I don't remember. I go, God, this is the third time, man. You've got to remember. <laughs> no, that's so funny. Yeah. Talk about I just unforgettable. I just shot an HBO special. Like, you got to get him. with me. I really, like, I couldn't see him because I was in a very dramatic relationship yeah, you with a guy boyfriend. that was, you know, I was trying to separate myself from. And it was just, I just couldn't. I wasn't open to anything, so Cor- I couldn't see it. Greg, when you guys met in Seattle, were you like, this is my wife? Or was it like a thing where you guys started dating, and then that's when... Here's what it was. She looked like... Um, um, she was like if you were window shopping for something that's better than... like She was 
it was more expensive oh than you could afford. Oh, my God. That my line head, is right? such a line from Sex and the City. So I know, good. but I mean, like, I was like, I was like, I don't think I'm even ready for this, man. I'm in fucking T-shirt and jeans. I'm sober for 12, two years. Like, I'm not really at that level. You know, I'm, I, I still drive a, a Honda Civic with cow seat covers. <laughs> um, yes. but, when, but, uh, but then I thought... Um, I need to do this. I, 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 like, I deserve it. So when I ran into her there at the hair salon, I did have a moment going back to the car where I went, maybe, who knows? But I'm super like that. I'm more like a... Hopeful, oh, I, I remember. What if we get married? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little bit more, I'm a little, I'm a little bit more in touch with the feminine. Damn. You got her number at the hair salon? Got her, I, got her, I invited her to a, a show that I was doing that night with a friend, and she came, which is unusual. And, um, but our... Um, but our- Friend Janine was also doing it because yep. she called me and said, "Come see me do comedy." I was like, "Oh, your friend just told me to come too." Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. So you went. I went. Yep. And Janine said, "You should go out with my ex-boyfriend." And, and I was like, "Yeah, that's not my thing." Yep. Yeah, I'm not the, I'm not the girl that goes out with friends. Yeah. Right. And we were both dating. Like I was dating other yeah. people at the time, but it, but like dating, like dating, dating. Like I go out with somebody and then mm-hmm. I didn't right. tell them I was, you know. Um, but I would only if I start sleeping with somebody, then I would say, hey, you know, right. I can't. Um, but. We uh, um, eventually. Eventually, we started talking. We went on a date. We went. Yeah, we started talking. We went on a date, and it went really well. And did I, you ask her? Did yeah, I asked ask? her out. Okay. And uh, she broke it off almost like she. She was like, "I'm. I may have to break this off." And I was like, oh, "Wait, fine. No. what?" And then she had people show up I during had so the date. Many different stops in the thing. I had a friend stay with me. I had someone no meet me on the way. date. I had to go to my work afterwards. I was just like. Yep. But by the end of the, of the so Mira, were you like not into? You're just like whatever. I'll go on a date with him. Like whatever. I'm not really into. You him. know, he had actually sent me his. He had just shot us um, an HBO comedy special, and he sent it to me, and it sat in my inbox at work for like a number of weeks. Because I thought I, I I worked in music, I was signing bands and making records, and so I thought it was a demo. And then when I finally watched, it, I was like, oh, I'm such an asshole. Aww. This guy's so nice, and we he was so nice, and and I just. Like, why am I not seeing this person? So oh. then I reached out to him, and we started, like, corresponding through email and talking a bit and went on a date. But I still had the, the ex-boyfriend that was genuinely... So, I, so let me say, so, so I call he, her... Is he your big? Oh. Is the ex-boyfriend? No, he, no, he was... He was li- literally, he's literally insane. He, he would just come and threaten to break all the windows in my house. Oh, or wow. Even That's toxic. Just let me sleep on your couch. And it oh, was just very insane. Jesus. Yeah, and I didn't, and I didn't want to I drag know that. him into that. So she called me. I, went, I took her out on a Thursday. And then Monday I sent her flowers. And, uh, and I panicked. And, I was like, oh, my God, he's going to come over tonight and see that there's flowers here and then break everything in my house. So she <gasps> called me and she said... I can't have flowers here. Oh, no. So she called me and she said, I, the flowers are great, but I just don't really think, you know, there's a sky and it's not really a thing. And I go, or you don't like me. I mean, you don't have to like me. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, like, wait, we went on one. No one's we, ever said that before. I, we went on a date. I'm I mean, I, I, I like you. I, I'll be disappointed, but I'll live through it. But you, you don't have to pretend that you know, like you know. I, it felt like a story. Greg, you're the shit. And but she wait, said, you're the shit. You should work on sex. Was it? And it seemed like she just wasn't that into you. He thought, he thought I was making That's right. excuse, but I was, yeah. I'm a very literal, so I'm a maybe super, they're... super little, I was like, so I, said, I don't want to involve you in this situation because this person is, has come unhinged mm-hmm. and I don't want, you didn't, you know, do, you didn't give me that much right. information and I, and I said, and I said, look, whatever it is. And then you said, well, look, maybe things settle down, you know, like you can give me, this was in November, I think she was, you can give me a call in January. I said, I, I, you can call me. I oh. I took you out and gave you flowers. I think yeah. if you if you're interested, you, you can call me. And then like the next morning at like six o'clock in the morning, she found a reason to call me about something. Yeah. And then I was, I and then she called me like, every day this for. Is really Aww. interesting. This is a grown up. I've got this passionate little bar, 
boy banging on my my um, door every night. And here's a grip saying, you also don't have to like me. You can have your feelings. I'm not going to demand you have my feelings. And I've just been through this thing. And I was like, that is an interesting person. So I stopped dating first, probably, but like you know, I dated maybe two other people. You know, I went on two more dates, and then I'm like, I'm done. You don't have to be. Aww. But I don't want. I, mean, I don't want to. I don't. Also, I was I'm just done. like, I don't, don't want to do that. What has to be? Yeah, and then she went out on one more date with a guy who made leather pants, and I was like, that's. <laughs> I mean, that's on you. My type that's your again. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leather he drove pants. like a big suburban, and um. And then, um, uh, and, and then, then you gave her a yeah. Christmas ornament, and the rest is history. And the rest exactly. is history. But it almost seems like you maybe were like, oh, whatever, I have a lot going on. And then, like, the way you acted, which was so nonchalant, Greg, you became intrigued. I was very intrigued because I had not been dating adults. Right. I had been, you know, dating How old were terminal you when you met him. Terminal. Great question. Probably 28. Mm-hmm. Beautiful age. Wonderful right? age. Right? Yeah. I think, I think around 20, I think I, I think I was 28 and I've been, you know, I, I've been married once before, before and, uh. So we waited a while to have sex too, which took us about yeah. a, about a month and a half, yeah, which is I uncommon by like, most, most, we, I'd come <laughs> over, we'd listen to record, we'd li- listen to music together and then, you know, we'd fool around and then she'd go, go. I'm my, style like, girl. Really? my style girl. I'd be like, really? And she'd go, get out. Let's go. You gotta go. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, oh my God. You know, um, yeah. but it was worth it. Right. Um, uh, yeah. All right. Moving on to our questions. We have one that's very dominating in this message board. People really want to know, is it still as simple as he's just not that into you anymore? Just like it was back when the movie came out a decade ago. Because has technology changed in today's times? Is it any different now? Because of apps and the prevalence of texting and Instagram? Well, the thing that's so difficult is it is with the apps and Instagram and all the social media stuff and the Tinder, you know, it people aren't giving themselves the time to get to know people anymore. It's mm-hmm. literally just window shopping. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the world is your oyster. Instead of, instead of being able to look at four girls, if you go to a restaurant, now I can look at hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the thing that's difficult about it is pe- people are not you know, really getting to know each other, spending time to see if there is any sort of interest or connection or or what have you. But, you know, when you do break down to um, spending time together, the, the rules still apply, don't you think? I think, it, I think that just because you have different ways of communicating, it's really about clarity and it's just like about people's intentions. I mean, the play that I would make if I could get my daughters to do it is go, I'm not on anything. I'm not, you can't Mm -hmm. find me anything, but I have a service you can call and leave your name and I'll get back to you. And I'll get back to you. That blows somebody's mind. They'd be like, no, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to Google this person. They got nothing, they got nothing out there. I don't understand. What do you, why? Wait. How do you know what other people are doing? I'm I don't. About I'm mysterious. My, I'm deleting my Facebook right well, now. Well, also that thing of like, I don't know what other people are up to. I have my own life. I got to study. I got, I got, you know, I have a you know, family. Right. It's so attractive things. that you, know you have like I mean? shit to do in your life. Yeah. And that I can't be found. I mean, right. privacy, I think is going to be the new thing that's super sexy where it's like, you can't, yeah, I'm not going to send you a picture. You want to see it? Come over, figure it out. But right. be good. You but you hook up? Up? What about next? Well, you're going to have to go a series of auditions to make it. I don't post anywhere. But also I know a lot of guys that don't have social media so they can cheat easier. So sometimes it's nice to see what they're doing. But then also you don't How want do to be checking the mail? all the time. Like, do they write somebody? Dear madam, I would like to <laughs> you. Please write uh, me back. Do not tell my wife. old school on, that, uh, on the phone, just uh, calling people. And then right? no trace of text messages, just calls. 
you know? Right. Well, I mean, look, that, if that's... At least people are talking again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right, right. And, and uh, if you're going to have an affair, man, be neat and tidy with it. Don't, you know, what, what you don't know doesn't hurt you. I'm always like, if you've got a boyfriend and you're happy, just don't tell me about Ignorance it. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, um, but that's really interesting. But I do think privacy is a really interesting move. You know, I, I think being able to say, or look, if you want to talk to me, you can talk to me on the phone. I'm not going to play this game with you. We're not Snapchatting. I'm not... You know, but I think we give away our hand too often um, because we want to be accommodating, and so we do whatever that person wants to do, and then we find ourselves going, "Why don't we?" I wish I hadn't done that. Yeah. Before we go on to the next question, I do. I am currently in my own life liking the phone call more than texting now. I just think texting makes me overanalyze. I'm like, "What does this mean? Was there supposed to be a period after this? Are they saying this in a mean way, a nice way?" And I just feel like no one really calls each other anymore. If you do FaceTime audio. Yeah. Um, the clarity, it's like, I know why people don't make phone calls. They're awful. They're like yeah. talking, you know, like it just feels like you're talking yeah. through. That is true. It's like I can Face never hear my parents. So yeah. Right, can't hear anybody. But if you're having, but, like but I would be. There's nothing like getting to know someone by hearing the sound of their voice. Yeah. And see, hearing like what, you know, what amuses them or, you know, yeah. how the inflections change. Because you can't do that through text or through Snapchat or the pictures or the, the what have you. I think that's great. Yeah, I wish I had a landline. If I had a landline, I would get rid of all my technology. Yeah, like my anxiety would go away if it was just a landline. Oh my God, well, that, that's what we so used to have. Like you, had to, you had to think right. about what somebody, like you had to be home when they called you and you had to think about them. There was no caller ID. You don't know yeah. that they called and they didn't leave a message. Oh, so that, I mean, it was, it was agonizing, but at the same time, there was something really nice about it because you, you had the opportunity to make less mistakes. Hold on. We were alive when this was a thing. But not yeah. when we were dating. Yeah. I, but when I liked boys in middle school, I'd be on the phone with them and then my mom would fucking turn on AOL and it'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, Mom, I'm talking to Steven. You're ruining my sex life. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Oh God, I love that sound. sound. Oh, that's so smart. Job, what a good way of it down. Great job. All right. Next question <laughs> from the fans. How do you recommend attracting a guy in the beginning? Mostly the book gives tips on how to keep a guy's interest once you already got it. It's. I'm going to let you answer this. I'm a firm believer of if you if you go to the places in your life where you shine, like where you feel confident and beautiful and, and are being like, you know, a, a fuller version of yourself, someone will definitely come around and fuck that up with their love. Yeah, if you can, if you, you know, once like, you come, like, once you become really happy and, avail- and able to put your head down on your pillow at night and feel like if it was only me, I'd be okay. That's how I got. That's how I got last year. Right. Because Mm -hmm. you're like, I mean, you know, the same thing can happen to me. I dated this sober girl who, who like threw a skillet at me and I called my mom one day. I go, maybe I just didn't that creep. Maybe I just don't get married, man. Because I, I've never gotten close and I don't, and I'm just like, I have my own apartment. I really like it. Like I like my life right now. I'm doing stand up. Like I, but I go, I I just dating is just like, uh, I I don't want to do it, you know? And, um, um, and I don't care. And I maybe I'm a bachelor. Nothing wrong with that. And uh, and then this but one. But I really think I really along. think no places oh, that make you happens happy. like that. You know, no yeah. places that make you happy. I, I met Scooter Braun. We all know who Scooter Braun is, yeah. At a bar, and I was like, I want what you have because I love him and his wife. And he was like, You have to go places um, where people are smart. And I'm like, Where'd you meet your wife? And he's like, I met her at a TED talk. 
He's like, you yeah. have to go places where you'll meet great people. You're not going to meet him here. And, and also like, probably yeah. no one's trashed at a TED Talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, right. yeah, right. And they're open and they're, you know, and they're in a place where they're looking for enlightenment and stimulation. The great thing great about idea. this is you can have... Um, He's uh, holding a cell phone. You can have sex, random. You can find, if you, it's like you used to not be able to, you'd either meet somebody and then you'd have sex with them because they were the person you met. And then, but even if you just want to have sex, but they didn't just want to have sex, but you didn't know. But now it's like, this allows you the ability to find people to do that with. Like there can be, it can be compartmentalized. And so your options are, you know, you can do that or you can be a person who hooks up, but you can also not hook up. Right. You have those choices. And, um, uh, and I think that makes it easier because you um, aren't you don't have to conflict you don't have to screw somebody's life up by making them um, having sex with them too soon because you actually really like them. But you know, anytime you have anything intimate happen too fast, even in a friendship, it's a little bit weird afterwards. Like, uh, are we really that close of friends? When Harry met Sally, he freaked out for a second. Brain. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. I think intimacy is something that's earned, and actually, you mm-hmm. want it to last a long time because once you're over that thing and you're in a relationship, you know, it's not quite like the beginning. So make that beginning last. Hmm. I don't know, but hopefully I'll find out one day. <laughs> um, we're going to wrap up with, you guys, tell us what it, what the book It's Just a Date is about for oh, all our single yes. girls out there about to go on a first date. Uh, it's Just a Date is a book that we wrote because we were getting a lot of questions and feedback from people who were saying, like, dating doesn't exist anymore. It's all like, apps and hooking up and hanging out in groups and meeting places but there is no dating Mm -hmm. or people only want to text they don't want to talk it's Mm -hmm. that thing of um you know the the great malaise of this you know generation that people are coming up and is there's no formality to dating the way it used to be and so we wrote that book that basically is the message of is you set the value of your time not anybody else Mm -hmm. And if you want to be taken on dates and some and someone's like, you know, you want to hook up or you want to meet up, just be like, I'm available for dinner next Thursday. I'm a busy person with plans. Or if they say, you want to, when do you want to hook up? You want to hook up, you call me for the answer. Like, it's just mm. teaching people how to communicate and oh. setting your values so that, you get, so that you get what you want. But guy. also, I find it really odd that, like, when I like somebody, I wanted to be al- alone with them. Yeah. Like that's what a date is. Yeah. Like yeah. I want I want two or three hours of your time, just us. I don't want other people to be around. So if it's dinner or going to play tennis or going on a hike, like I want that thing. I don't understand why people don't. People are like when nervous people go, to be alone nervous. with themselves. Yeah, I mean, like get some fucking balls. Like it's just enough already. Know, like who's right? raising these men? I uh, mean, that's uh, the thing. It's like like but, the guy that I'm dating and right now, Ashley, mm-hmm. who was like hitting me up on my Instagram, like, oh, when are we going to hang out? When we, and I would say the date, Amira, and then he wouldn't follow through. And right. then one day I said, he messaged me. I was like, listen, no offense. I don't have the time and energy for this, but if you want to go out, I'll go on a date. And then we went on a date. And yeah. I'm like, and then it went really well. But right. like, why, why you even had, hit me up you had, if you're not going to ask me Because he has a bad habit that you just broke. Yes. You have to break Good the job, habits. Man. It's just like changing men go, lives out here. Not yeah, all no, heroes it's like, cape. it's like yeah, I'm not 15. I don't date. Like I date adults, so yeah. I, not Instagram. They'll be as lazy not on as Instagram. you let them be, and and also you know, it's a matter of you know, men will be as lazy as you let them oh, be no. in these type of things. But what, Lauren? You have I, to, I let him. You be have lazy. to be willing <laughs> to let it go because someone else will accept that. Lauren is like a diamond in the rough. I just you need I let, train I let them get away with so much. People will laugh at me. But why? 
because are they so I don't want to start over. <laughs> you don't want to start over. And that's the inherent fear but a lot of people I know, have, you, right? You get stuck in this thing of something's better than nothing. But it might be blocking you from and you've learned, And you've learned so much you know? that you should start over. You're like, you have all this information now. Oh. Everything you do is a is a step on another path. And then you go, okay, now I know, okay, so I have this crappy thing. I'm going to write all this stuff down. I'm going to remember it. I'm going to practice it. But, I mean, you're certainly worthy of having somebody f- follow you around. I mean, I, you know, like, I, I like that In Amira, made it, that Amira right. made it difficult. I like that she didn't just want to come over right away. I like that it mm-hmm. really, I had to really make it happen. I had to put my, uh, I had to put it into action because by the time I did, I didn't want to run. So, like, once we had sex, I wasn't like, oh, man, I was wrong. You know? <laughs> I think so many guys, so many guys are like, oh, I don't know what just happened, but nope. <laughs> you know? And that's because, that, that's because that other energy was driving it the whole time. That other energy was driving it. But eventually you get to know somebody, and that energy goes, oh, I guess we're waiting. And you know that person, then you're like, I still want to talk to you. I, I want to. I don't want to go anywhere. I want to stay. I want to stay here. It's like I've like never like, podcast before. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> you need to stop worrying about what they're feeling and concentrating. Like, what? Do, what do you? Feel? Yeah, right. Who cares? How much? How much do you like them? Who cares how much they like you? Like, you have to start concentrating on. That's always a question. Where Where are you at with it? Because you get so concerned with how you're being received mm-hmm. and what if, if there's going to be something there for you, you stop actually recognizing what your feelings are and that's that can be dangerous territory because you can find yourself in something where you're like oh actually i can't stand this person at all or they're dumb as a box of hammers but yeah. i was so anxious to nobody in this room needs to down. worry about whether they're good enough right oh you guys Maybe. i'm obsessed so with you yeah. and will you guys we'll, please we'll come back that, but we i have you. so much more to ask Will you come back? <laughs> we do. I yeah, of course we will. Yeah, we love you guys. But it's That'd been be great. an hour, and we are so thankful for your time. Well, thank you for having us. This yeah, lovely. yeah, it's been great. We enjoyed it. Do you have any yeah. books coming out that you want to plug, or where can people find you guys? We, we just released a book a couple weeks ago called How to Keep Your Marriage from Sucking, which is from like engagement through the first five years of newlyweddom. And mm. uh, I'm at actually.amira on Instagram. I'm at cool. Scraggers on we, uh, Instagram. We saw an Instagram of yours that said it yellow. It was not his. It was not yours. No. Not his. There's someone with the same name as yours. It just has one post and it just says yellow. But it's not you. <laughs> well, that's my least favorite Coldplay song. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank yeah. you guys. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.